Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I wanted to talk about the topic. It's a little bit different. Um, uh, and that is the topic of the Israeli flag and its place in halacha. Does it have a place in halacha? Does it have any significance at all in halacha? Um, so, first of all, a little bit of history of how the Israeli flag came to be. The Israeli flag came to be, at least according to uh, David Wolfson in his memoirs, he was the second president of the World Zionist Organization, and he wrote about what brought him to... Uh, to suggest the design of the Zionist flag, the Israeli flag. And he says that he was thinking of what flag they would fly, and the idea struck him. He said, we have a flag, and it's blue and white, the talus with which we wrap ourselves when we pray. This is our symbol. Obviously referring to a talus with trellis or with the blue stripes. Either way, the point is it was a talus that inspired him. And he said, let us take this talus from its bag and unroll it before the eyes of Israel and the eyes of all nations. So he ordered a blue and white flag with a mug in David, painted on it, and that's how the national flag came to be. So does the fact that the design of the flag was taken from a talus, does that have any uh, significance? I don't, frankly, I don't think so, but let's delve into this a little bit. Uh, recently, Rabbi Leo D. Uh, suffered a terrible tragedy in Israel where two of his daughters and his wife were taken from him in a terrible uh, terrorist attack. And he pleaded with the nation to everyone to display the Israeli flag on their social media and on WhatsApp. You may have seen people's statuses um, a couple weeks ago. And he did this to, he wanted to spread the idea that Am Yisrael will continue and Am Yisrael will stay strong in Medina Yisrael. That was what he wanted to uh, convey. One of the people that came to be Menachem Avilim, many people came, one of them was the Sadigar Rebbe, and he said a story, I believe, about, about his great uncle. It was the previous Sadigar Rebbe uh, who used to live in Vienna, and he was forced by the Nazis to sweep the streets of Vienna and to fly the Nazi flag. And he made a neder that if he ever made it out and he ever made it to Eretz Yisrael, he would fly the Israeli flag and he would sweep the streets of Tel Aviv, the Kachava. That's what he did uh, when he got to Eretz Yisrael. He would wake up early in the morning on Yom Atzmat and he would sweep the streets of Tel Aviv and he would fly the Israeli flag. He swept the streets until his chassidim busted him doing that, and they uh, convinced him that it's not appropriate for him to do it, but the point remains the same. And uh, Sadigar Rabbah said this over at Rabbi D's uh, when Rabbi D was sitting Shiva. So uh, that that's one take. Now, the Panovich Rabbah also insisted that the Israeli flag be flown on the roof of the of Yeshiva's Panovich in B'nai Brak and Arayim Azeh. They do fly the flag um, in Panovich. Um, there's also people who said testimony about Rebchatzko Bronsky, who certainly was at least somewhat pro-Israel, and he made Aliyah in 1951. Rebchatzko also used to fly the flag on Yom HaAtzmaut. So it's definitely Yeshal Milismek for people who would fly the Israeli flag. There were, of course, objections to this in the 60s. The Rabbanim had an Agudas Yisrael conference in, in Yerushalayim. They protested the flag uh, flying over their hotel. They were very upset. They were very uncomfortable with the Israeli flag, and the only way that they accepted it is if international flags were flown with it, and then they said that that proved that the flying the Israeli flag was just complying with the accepted worldwide practice. That was the only way that they would um, have it, that they would have the Israeli flag flying over their hotel. Later that year, at the annual Mizrahi conference, Rabbi Yashir Ber Salavechik took issue with this and said somewhat famously, it's brought down to Nefesh Arav, uh, also in a book, The Rav Speaks, 
Um, and he claimed that no one, that they should not need an international community to give you a heter to fly the Israeli flag. And his rationale was as follows. And he said, if you ask me how I, as a Talmudic Jew, and Rabbi Yashar of course, was a Talmudic Jew, if you ask me about viewing, uh, my view, the flag of the state of Israel, and whether it has any halachic value, I will answer you simply. I do not give any weight to the reverence of a flag, as Rabbi Salvechik says. Judaism negates the worship of material objects. However, and then he brought a halach and shulchan that someone who's murdered by a non-Jew is buried in his clothes so that his blood should be seen and it should be avenged. In other words, the clothes of the Jew um, get a certain kedusha attached to it when they're stained with their holy blood. And this certainly applies to the blue and white flag, which is soaked with the blood of thousands of Jewish youth, religious and irreligious, as the enemy did not differentiate. This is Rapsalovich's words still. Who fell while protecting the land and the Jewish settlement. It has a spark of Kedusha, which stems from dedication and self-sacrifice. We are obligated to honor the flag and to relate to it with respect. Those are the words of Rav Salvechik. Of course, there are other issues that came up. Rav Moshe famously was asked a question about putting flags in shuls and, uh, in 1957. And he was asked if it's mutter to daven in a shul that has an Israeli and American flags in it. And at the beginning, Rav Moshe is very um, not... Not not with the idea of flying the flags. It's, it's clear in his tshuva. And he discusses the Kedusha of Beis HaKnesses, and he said that nothing could take away from the Kedusha of the Beis HaKnesses. Even uh, negative actions or even sinful actions, nothing could take away from the Kedusha of the Beis HaKnesses. And regarding the flags, we're much understood that it's just a symbol, and the people who put the flag in the shul, they don't have intention of considering it a Dover Shev Kedusha. He referred to the flag as a Dover Chol. And Ramesha said that there's no concern that it's going to be Avaidazar or anything like that. So he wasn't too worried, but he definitely was not for the practice of having the Israeli flag in a shul. However, he, he also holds that all flags were, were nonsense. He calls it Hevel uh, Ushtos, the flag. And therefore, he said it's not appropriate to bring them into a shul and they should not be placed for sure. It shouldn't be put inside the Aron Kaidish. And he concludes by saying, although he believes that 100% it's wrong to put flags in a shul, but the main thing is that no machlaikas should be created regarding re removing them. Um, an interesting um, one note also of Avram Chaim Noah, uh, he was a, a Paisik, he was Lubavitcher Chassid, and he wrote about this topic, and he argued strongly um, to the minig or the custom of, of putting a flag in a shul. He said that a shul is a place where you worship Hashem, and it's a symbol of Hashem's malchus over the world, but the flag is a symbol of malchus bas of Adam, and he quoted Gemara and Brachas, and he said it's not appropriate to mix the two. Um, I think uh, we'll close out with that. There's more to the topic, but for this venue, that'll be a, a, a little bit of an overview. Have a wonderful day.